Stop microdosing LSD and start microdosing testosterone. Microdosing is when you take such a small amount, it doesn't give you the full effects compared to the full dose. So for example, if you were to use the full dose of LSD, you would hallucinate. But if you take a microdose, it might help with mental fluidity, creativity, a little bit of energy. So the same thing happens when you microdose testosterone. It's not good enough to increase your levels, but it can still give you benefits. So is microdosing testosterone even a good thing to do, given that it might not even increase your levels? And in this video, this is exactly what I'm going to talk to you about, the benefits of microdosing testosterone, specifically in the context of sublingual administration. And then I want to share with you a benefit of microdosing testosterone that you might not know about. But before we dive into the video, if you have not already, be sure to get my ebook on how to maximize your testosterone naturally. Also, coaching, link in the description. Let's dive in. I want to talk about the benefits of sublingual testosterone. Here are some of the benefits. It's not suppressive because the dose is so small. It doesn't suppress fertility. That's why a lot of people don't want to use testosterone because they still want to have kids. It doesn't shrink your nutsack, so you don't have to worry about your manhood displayment. It doesn't require that you PCT when you stop it because it's not suppressive. It cannot spread. So some people don't want to apply it topically because when they hug someone or whatnot, it can spread to someone else, kind of like a disease. It takes a few seconds to do. It's like no injection and doesn't need time to absorb, right? You take it sublingually, but boom, it's done. And it doesn't increase estradiol similar to injection or clomid. So you literally just get this big spike in testosterone and get all of the benefits of testosterone without it causing estrogenic side effects. So you never have to worry about like estrogen, aromatase inhibitors, those kind of stuff. You know, it doesn't get complicated. And this is how it works when it comes to suppression when you're using testosterone specifically. So testosterone only causes suppression as long as it's in your system. But it's actually a little bit more complex than this because testosterone is metabolized into other hormones, namely DHT and estradiol, both of those, which can also be suppressive. So you actually have three hormones in the body that can be suppressive. Testosterone, estradiol, and DHT. Those are the main ones. So when you use testosterone, um, it spikes in the blood and your LH drops. So the LH is only dropping as long as testosterone is in your body. So as testosterone drops, LH goes back to normal. So you can see if someone is very hypogonadal, they get a big spike in testosterone and a minimal drop in LH. Whereas if they have already decent levels of testosterone, they get a similar spike. Obviously, that's high because it's only going to 800 in this example. You get a still a good spike. And then it comes down and you can see LH, the drop in LH is bigger because they don't have as low testosterone as these guys. But the point is that once the hormone is out of your system, LH comes back down to normal, right? So it's not suppressive. It's only suppressive as long as the hormones in your system. But is microdosing even effective? That's the whole point of using testosterone, right? You want to get your levels to a point where you actually feel good. How can you actually get the benefits of testosterone if it doesn't increase your levels. Like if you're hypogonadal, you have hypogonadal symptoms, now you microdose testosterone, you still have hypogonadal levels. Why would that resolve your symptoms, right? It doesn't make sense. But let me discuss this with you because it's fascinating. Sublingual testosterone effectiveness. I first want to show you how effectively it increases testosterone. There's two main studies I want to show you. Both of them used 2.5 milligrams or 5 milligrams of sublingual testosterone. So in this study, the 2.5 milligrams testosterone sublingual increased testosterone from 2.7 nanomole per liter or 78 nanograms per deciliter 
to 1,800. So 2.5 milligrams of sublingual testosterone increased testosterone to 1,800. Five milligrams of testosterone increased testosterone to 2,541 nanograms per deciliter or 85 nanomol per liter. But it's back to baseline within two hours. So you get this massive spike that drops down within two hours, which means you literally need to take sublingual testosterone every two hours to have high levels of testosterone, right? That makes it very inconvenient because now you have to walk around with this dropper and just like all the time, like, hey man, <laughs> can you give me a moment? I need, I need to take my medication, drop, 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 right? Makes it really inconvenient. But the absorption is really good. The second study, again, they used 2.5 or 5 milligrams of testosterone. And this spike was not as high as the previous one. The 2.5 only went to 35 nanomol per liter. And the 5 milligrams went up to about 50 nanomol per liter. So it was also over 1,000 nanograms per deciliter. It was still effective at increasing testosterone in a very small dose, right? But again, but again, like it's out of your system by two hours. It's so short. But that's not a problem because I'm going to share with you why. Now, but I first want to compare it to other modalities. So you can get into perspective why I say this is sort of like a microdose, right? So in comparison with other modalities, when you use topical testosterone, it's usually around 100 milligrams of topical testosterone daily, depending on the absorption and the retention of the individual. 100 milligrams per day, right? In terms of injections, it's usually between 80 to 150 milligrams per week injection. So that's about like 10 milligrams per day, roughly, right? Um, a little bit more. And then in terms of intranasal, it's 11 milligrams two to three times daily. So even intranasal, which also has a really good absorption, right, is still like 11 milligrams two to three times a day, versus sublingual is like 2.5 to 5 milligrams. It's much lower than the other modalities. And sublingual versus injection, this is where it gets really interesting and to show the effectiveness, right? They compared sublingual testosterone with injection. So sublingual testosterone was the 2.5 to 5 milligrams. The injection was complete TRT. So obviously the doses, like the levels that these guys were able to achieve was completely different. So between groups, no difference in the increase in libido, sexual motivation, energy, or symptom relief, despite significant differences in the amount of baseline testosterone. The sublingual group, Hypogonadal, 300 nanograms per deciliter. The TRT group, 700. Despite that massive difference in testosterone, there was no difference in symptom resolution between the groups. That's fascinating, right? So here are the complete amazable effects of sublingual testosterone. First study, they gave people sublingual testosterone. The testosterone was out of their system by two hours, but sexual arousal only happened after four hours. And also... These people get experience the increase they they experience the increase in visuospatial ability five hours after taking testosterone. So it's not that they got this benefit while their testosterone increased; it they got the benefit a few hours after the testosterone went out of your body. So clearly, the testosterone is doing something to the body, either really resensitizing the body to the androgens or converting it to other hormones that is having really interesting effects. Also, daily dosing ranged from 10 to 20 milligrams per day was enough to restore severe genital retardation in unicoid. So these are people with like completely undeveloped uh, sexual organs, right? And even a small amount, like 10 to 20 milligrams per day, was enough to restore sexual organ development. <laughs> 
That's amazing. And here they gave animals testosterone. They gave them either five micrograms, 15 micrograms, or 50 micrograms. And so as you can see on the scale, these uh, big lines was their ability to have sexual function, like their uh, sexual function ability, right? The, the interesting thing is like the 5, 15, and 50 milligrams, it went, it worked out of the system really quickly, right? So the testosterone was not in the system for more than a couple of hours. But their ability to be sexual lasted for seven days when they took 50 micrograms of testosterone. When they took 50 micrograms of testosterone, the testosterone was most likely out of their system within two hours, but that dose was enough to increase sexual function so that these animals were capable for seven days after taking that one dose. That's really fascinating. Taking 15 micrograms was enough to keep you sexually active for one day, despite working out of your system very quickly. And this is the quote from the study. Although this procedure left the castrated animals with concentrations of circulating hormones far below physiological levels, for much of the day, a significant improvement in androgen sensor behavior and physiology was obtained. Furthermore, the testosterone effects were more pronounced when the high doses were used periodically, rather than when the same total amount of testosterone was used equally divided amongst doses. The same supplementation to, to intact rats intensified androgen sense of behavior and physiology over normal levels. So this was so fascinating that if you microdose as, or at least took a dose and you got benefits was independent from the spike in hormones that you got, right? So if you microdose something, it seems to be sensitizing the body to androgens. So obviously the bigger the dose, the bigger the spike in testosterone, but the longer the benefit is that you got. Now, you don't have to take large doses. You can literally microdose. And despite having castrated labels, these animals were able to be sensitive to androgens. I don't know. It doesn't even make sense, right? These animals behaved as if they had high androgens despite being castrated just from that dose of testosterone. I hope this makes sense to you guys. But there's a lot of value to using sublingual testosterone, even if your labels doesn't change. It seems to be sensitizing the body to your hormones and you can get a boost in energy, libido, motivation, sexual desire, despite having low levels of hormones because you're getting the spike and then sensitizing the body. The studies literally showed that pulsatile testosterone was more effective than just dosing it at the same level all the time, being constant. It was more effective and it doesn't have the same side effects as using something constantly, right? So if you're all about symptom resolution, small doses of testosterone might be exactly what you need, right? If you don't care about your hormone levels, you just care about symptom resolution, this might be a fascinating thing to experiment with and see for yourself how it works. Now, obviously, it's not going to be as anabolic as having higher levels of testosterone. If you want to have a good bod, you want to have high levels of testosterone naturally all the time. And so if you're still considering TRT, I would definitely go for something that's a little bit longer in the system, like a topical twice a day or injection where you can maintain more stable levels for longer. And that will help with anabolism and recovery and whatnot. But when it comes to all of the other symptoms like energy, motivation, sex drive, it seems to be a little bit independent of the hormones, but more to the sensitivity of your body to those hormones. Now, obviously, if you want to maximize your testosterone naturally, the best way to do that is to get the test launch. I explain everything from diet, lifestyle, everything you need to know how to maximize your testosterone. No guesswork. 
Boosting testosterone is no longer rocket science. It's the best course out there for testosterone optimization, if I have to say so myself. Now, on the flip side, I don't know how effective it would be if you were to inject microdosing testosterone or take microdosing uh, intranasal or if you were to take microdose topical, right? I don't know if that will have the same effect as microdosing sublingual. Now, maybe intranasal would have more or less the same effect as sublingual. And interestingly, about two-thirds of intranasal testosterone goes to the brain first. So that's why it helps with that symptom resolution as well. So I think sublingual is more or less the same, but most of the testosterone is going to the brain where that can resolve your symptoms, but that dose is too small to really have an anabolic effect. So I wanna hear from you guys, if you've ever tried microdosing testosterone, whether it be injection, topical, sublingual, intranasal, let me please know in the comments. I'd be highly interested to know what your experience has been. And I'm definitely gonna try this as well in the future to see how it's impacts the way I feel. All right, guys, I hope this video was interesting. You liked it, learned something new, and I will check you in the next one. Cheers, guys.